Yo, it's Joe College. Hey, this is John Crawford. Tragedy Monroe, man. Yo, it's Marcus Araya. This is Mr. Westbrooks. Hey, guys, this is Gabby, chief editor and founder of JDO Magazine. It's your girl, Poking here. Right? This is Drew the Recluse of the Black Suburban Music Group. It's your man, David Michael Jones. I'm sitting with Ramsey. This is Angelo Gingerola on the A Side, B Side podcast. You're now rocking with A Side, B Side podcast. I'm rocking with What's the Movement, man. You are now listening to the A Side, B Side podcast. A Side, B Side's podcast. And with A Side, B Side podcast. Talking to my man, Ramsey said what? Host. Ramsey say what? What's up, God? <laughs> and when you get a chance, check out Ramsey's work because he's great at what he does. My boy Ramsey, best writer in Jersey. All around Renaissance man at the Jersey Shore. Ramsey said what? Keep listening to the A Side B Side podcast. Um. Ahead of time, please excuse my voice, I am getting over a cold, and it's been a little while since I got behind the microphone, so if you don't know me, I go by Ramsey Said What, and I am the host of this here podcast, the A-Side B-Side podcast, a branded podcast powered by whatsthemovement.net. As always, thank you guys for listening. Um, If you haven't listened and this is your first time, welcome. Um, I have one request of you. Go back, listen to all of season one, but this right here is volume two. Um, so thank you guys for joining us. Um, it's okay if you're not a day one, you're, you're still here. And I appreciate you for spending your time on little old me. Anyways, uh, man. So like I said earlier, just to grab my voice, I am feeling a little sick and under the weather, but, um, first things first, I want to say thank you to everybody that attended, um, feels like R&B too. Uh, what a night. And can I tell y'all, like, I swear that night was just not supposed to go down. Like it just, it just wasn't supposed to happen. Everything that could go wrong just kept going wrong. And we prepared for Murphy's Law and it still worked out to God be the glory. Cause man, can I tell you like this one might've had like a double booking. That one ended up getting like surprised on a vacation to Cancun on their birthday. This one couldn't make it wisdom tooth pulled like and none of these are complaints like these are just things that happen and um i'm just happy that everybody that could not make it communicated with me and so like this isn't me like vetting and complaining about anything but like i'm just like straight up telling y'all how this event just wasn't supposed to happen and it's still like pulled through so like everybody that went and enjoyed themselves no one was more excited than me i promise you because uh, man during sound check my speakers blew out like it like my brother dj legend like i had no idea he was even gonna bring his speakers because if he didn't there wouldn't have been a show like he just brought them like mine blew i was like oh my god what are we gonna do he's like oh i got my speakers i'm like what so like that it just worked out um i want to say thank you to everybody that had a hand in doing this thank you to the Cochran family and Grandma Cheryl for catering uh, more bomb ass food. Um, thank you to Only BC, beautiful performance. You could check out our IGTV um, for some of the clips and photos of the event if you missed out. Um, and like I said, we're gonna be doing stuff quarterly. Um, so keep the lookout with what's the movement. We're, we're working. Um, also, thank you to Karma for performing. Thank you to Tevin Reese. Um, thank you to Ty Jack for filling in like super last minute. Like we just got the tracks down and just got it done. So shout out to him. Um, shout out to uh, Euphony. Oh my God, amazing performance. 
like it, the the whole night was amazing all the performances were amazing uh shout out to all the vendors shout out to we are jersey mag shout out to j domag and uh keep a keep a good lookout with them in their first quarter issue you might see a familiar face that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna say anything else um <laughs> also um shout out to idol cbd like that's a product i really believe in like i went to the gym yesterday and did arms and chest and like i popped like one of their their white peach or watermelon i can't remember which flavor gummies and like i just felt like i did not go to the gym at all like i was sore this morning and i took another one and i was good all day so like yo like really check them out um shout out to symphony's treasures shout out to my sister zariah um yo like so she runs uh the window studio clothing shop and um i might have pronounced that wrong and i'm so sorry uh i'll get that right i'll tag them in this but shout out to her she came all the way from north carolina just to vend her hats were fire uh, i bought one and i left it i gotta buy another one from her but check them out on instagram um who else um i'm definitely forgetting somebody symphony idol the magazines oh no, no no that was it um that was everybody um shout out to above art studios that is like the cultural hub of new jersey i swear to god i said it in like the event flyer and i said it on the mic um but i really meant it oh my god millie millie Chantel, thank you for hosting uh the event with me i really had a lot of fun up there you made my life so much easier uh and you have no idea and for blessing the stage yourself oh my god beautiful voice amazing poet uh, you guys should definitely check her out and everything she's doing she is hosting a show i'm not sure what exactly so i'll keep you guys looped um but everybody that came shout out to dj sienna chanel for djing our after party at perlay shout out to perlay nightclub um so many shout outs i'm trying to not mess this up uh shout out to my brother isa like for, for partnering with me man i really appreciate you yo. like this could not have gone down without you and i appreciate you brother look out for stuff he's working on uh, what's the movement's gonna be real real special this year so i, I suggest y'all follow us at what's the movement everywhere um on twitter it's what's the movement like what's without the h in the front because we ran out of characters um but um as always go to what's the movement.net keep up with everything we're doing all of our updates new music um everything but like i'm just so thankful that the show like it, i i have so much to say about the show because it was that dope and i everybody that missed this one you missed a good show and it's okay because we're gonna be doing more and um so this episode of a side b side um i figured um i figured what i would do in this episode is give you something that um i was up to while during the hiatus so while we were in between seasons um i wasn't completely doing nothing or just planning this show like I, I did a few other things um i got featured one on my brother jamar's podcast more fish podcast i'm gonna include the link in the description for this episode and i also want you to um and i also got to interview multi-platinum producer Heatmakers. Um, so Heatmakers, um, arsonist of Heatmakers, he is the producer responsible for like everything you listen to. Like I lie to you not. Old boy, dips and anthem, like like anything. Like he produced all of El Capo by Jim Jones, one of the best albums that dropped last year. Like period. So um, I got to sit down with him um, in the middle of the hiatus, and you guys get to listen to that at the end of this episode. Actually, um, like 
that's what this episode is. So this is my official sit down with Arsonist. Um, this is brought to you by the commission and Perimeter Productions. They collaborated on a new show called Behind the Brand. So if you follow the commission, you will be able to see um, this interview if you haven't already seen it. Um, so follow them at the commission. Uh, shout out to my brother, Mike, for, for reaching out to me and just including me in this. I really do appreciate it. Um, this this is one of the bigger interviews of my career thus far. And shout out to Samantha. Yeah, both of them came to the show and supported. Yeah, like shout out to both of them. They're, they're such dope individuals. Like uh, any of your videography needs, just Perimeter Productions. Just remember that name. Okay. But um, before we get into that interview, um, what I always have for you is new music. So this is SAV. She is a fairly new artist from Patterson. She's probably been doing it for a while, but she's new to the What's the Movement radar. So she has a brand new song out called Friend Zone. Um, we featured it on the site, so you can go to whatsthemoment.net to check out the music video. But um, if you wanted to hear it, here it is. And as always, I need you to feel this. Behind the brand by the commission, I'm here with arsonist from uh, one half of Heatmaker. Well, just Heatmakers. Heatmakers. Okay. You're looking at Heatmakers. So what happened to uh, Thriller and uh, Weatherman? Uh, Weatherman is my cousin. Weatherman never made beats. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And Thriller just, you know, life. Like you just, I guess. Nah, I feel that. I guess my passion for the music just, you know, like, and it's no shade to him. It's just my passion for the music led me through the the down periods. 
Word. or held me up through the down periods. I never really lost faith in music. Okay. You know? um, so um, I did my research. Yeah. So you're from uh, you're from Jamaica, moved Ma to Bronx, from Mandeville, um, Jamaica. So uh, so how did uh, how'd you come up with the with the whole idea of Heatmakers? I know you DJ Howard for a bit. Yeah. So um, it was more so I had a at the time I had a daughter on the way and I didn't really know how I was gonna make money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not saying like I couldn't have got a job, but it was just. I didn't know how I was gonna support her. In my head, I was thinking more of career than I was trying to get by. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So making music to me just seemed like, especially when I found out what producers make back then out the gate if they got established. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in my head, I knew that when I love something and I set my mind towards it, I don't really, I've never really failed at anything like that. So yeah. I kind of bet on myself and we, we doing this interview now. <laughs> I feel you, man. You know? uh, so, um, so you DJ? Like, do you still DJ? Depends. Like specialty events. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like last time I DJ was probably like over a year ago in China. Where? That's yeah, what's I up. did like a festival in China in uh, Sheng Sheng Chengdu, Chengdu. <laughs> if I'm pronouncing it right. So, Todd Terry, how did how did he come about? Like, how did that whole interaction even happen? Because that um, changed everything, right? Yeah, I mean. I didn't know it was gonna change everything, but it did. It's like you know, I met I met Todd on a humble. A friend of mine had worked at Priority Records at the time, and I used to always go by his office to play in beats. This is when I first started, mm -hmm. and he was like, "Yo, I'm going to my man Todd's house. You should come with me. He fucks with music." And I'm yeah. like, "I, you know, at the time I know Todd Terry was, so I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. cool. We go by his crib." He was like, "Yo, I heard you make beats. Me and some beats." And I just happened to have two beats that was trash, probably, but cause I just started. I played him the beats. He loved them paid me over a thousand dollars for each, which is unheard of. You know what I'm saying? For beats that sounded terrible like that. Then um, he was like, yo, I need more. And I told him I didn't, I didn't have equipment because I was using my man's equipment and he bought me uh, like a shitload of equipment, like upwards of like twenty, thirty thousand dollars That's crazy. Uh, you were still living in the Bronx at the time? I, yeah, I was in my mother's basement at the time. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, actually, I, yeah, I was in my mother's basement at the time. Yeah, definitely, 100%. How'd you get up with, uh, with Jones and Dipset and everybody, man? Um, at the time, me and a couple homeboys, this is when me, Thriller, and another friend of mine were running around with Heatmakers. We got a CD to a dude by the name of Renee McLean. Renee McLean was managing Cam at the time, but we didn't know. We went to Renee okay. McLean for something else, and he was like, what do you guys do? And I said, yo, I produce, da 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 yes. And again, I had a beat CD on me, always kept beats on me. I had a beat CD with like 20 beats on there. Yeah. Gave it to him, he gave it to Cam. Long story short, nine of those beats out of the 20 ended up on Diplomatic Community. Yeah. And then we did an extra two and you know, it was off to the races. But we met Cam. We actually had records with Cam before he knew us because yeah. somebody else had taken our beats and I, I won't even waste time with saying who it is, but somebody else had taken our beats, shopped in the Cam, put his name on it. Wow. And it's a long story, but yeah. But I mean, like, it, it happened the way it was supposed to, I guess, because you still still got to yeah, hand me on. Yeah, 1 million percent. So I'm 27. Right. You've made the music that, like, that like people my age came up to. Like, you know, like, that was middle school, high school for us. Yeah, but 27, yeah, 27 seemed, because I'm, I'm 41 now while we're doing this interview. I'm 41. Yeah. And to me, it's like, that's even dope to know that somebody 27 still 
is in that wave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that still understands what that music did to a generation. Yeah, no, nah, that's you fact. know what I'm saying. And I think now it's just a more like El Capo is a more mature version of of what I used to give you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can listen to El Capo and it's not a lot of play around songs. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean. Like it's good feeling music, but it's serious music with topics and song structure and. Yeah. It's about something, and every record is about something in a different, just a different part of his life that he's breaking down for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But with different backdrops and different moods and different tempos, and but I just yeah. think I think that it's a mature version of what you know from the heat makers. Not definitely. It's like um, I, I heard critics saying like, man, like this is some of the best music they made. Like album of the year, man. Yeah. I'll right. be the first to say. If nobody wants to say it. I'm saying. <laughs> And we could we can we can open the floor for debate, man. Cause and I and I'll tell you why. You know what I mean? If if somebody could give me a reason for another album that came out this year, I could give you two reasons why El Capo should be. Mm-hmm. And maybe it won't be nominated because of it's maybe not. It didn't have the commercial success of other albums. But when you, if you listen to albums for cohesiveness, if you listen to albums for the feel, if you listen to albums just for overall great music. Yeah. You can't tell me this album isn't one of those. I've listened to hundreds of albums. I'm, I'm like, I make music. I have to listen to different music. So I know what feels good and what feels great. I want to ask this. What is like your, I guess, like your fondest uh, first music memory as, as like a kid? As a kid? Um... As a kid, I'm, I'm Jamaican, man, so I grew up listening to my, my mother listening to David Levy on the radio and, 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 and you know, Barris and Garnet Silk and Sanchez and so that's my, my childhood memory of music is like reggae music, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not the not the reggae music you know now, like the up tempo yeah, party reggae. Yeah. I mean, like the like the like vibe, the like like Bob Marley and you know what I'm saying, yeah. that type of shit. Like, so the thing that I got from that music is they was feeling in that music. Yeah. So when I make my shit, I try to make it with some sort of feeling, man. Like I just look at it like nowadays we don't buy physical copies of anything anymore. I mean, yeah. you do, but you have to search. It's hard, to right? Find, yeah. So what does that tell you? When you buy something, you can't hold on to it no more and look at, read the credits and do all of that shit. Yeah. It's just a download. I'm just so you, this. right? So you listen to the song now strictly for the feeling. Yeah. That's it. If the song doesn't give you a feeling, then what did you really pay for? Because you didn't get any product. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So with that being said, if you make music with no feeling, what are you selling to the people? Yeah. You selling them air, you selling them noise. You selling them microwave food. Noise. You selling them straight noise. If that shit don't give you a feeling, it's straight noise. Yeah. So what while people are worrying about is this in key? Is this out of key? Is this timing perfect? Fuck all of that. Does it make you feel like something? Yeah. Like even the records that we hate made made us feel hate. Yeah. That's still a feeling. That's a perspective. Of course. In the music industry, it's worse to be for somebody to feel indifferent about your music than to love it or hate it. Yeah. Because when they feel indifferent, they don't really they don't really give two shits either way. When they hate it, they tell other people how much they hate it. Mm-hmm. When they love it, they tell other people how much they love it. Right? So you just have to give them a feeling. Give them something to feel away about. And you you keep doing that and that's when you build up a like a, a legacy. Yeah. You understand? Like, so to me, that's what I'm trying to do. I just want to, every time out the gate, I want to give you something that makes you feel with it. Yeah. Um, another thing, uh, word on the street is the, the Dipset Anthem almost didn't happen. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. My cousin saved that. <laughs> Weatherman. 
you got to tell that story, man. Well, I was, I used back then. I used to make like five beats a day, minimum. You know what I'm saying? So, I think Dipset Anthem might have been like my fifth beat for the day, and I heard it. I'm like, yo, it sounds good, but I was wondering if I made so many that I'm thinking everything sounds good. Yeah. <clears throat> so, my cousin walks in, and he was like, yo, what the fuck is that? That shit is crazy. I'm like, yo, you like that? So I was about to trash this shit. He was like, yo, yo, fucking this shit is crazy. <laughs> the Sanchez sample. Yeah, man, there it is. That's crazy. Uh, so had he not, had he fucking caught a stoplight or something, Dipset Anthem probably wouldn't have been around if he'd have caught an extra stoplight on, on his way to my house. Because it was that close for me pressing the power button, shutting that shit down without saving it. Nothing like that ever happened for any of your other hits. Like, no. After that, I don't, I don't really get rid of shit like that. Cause like you got like you got the sickest samples, man. Like the Mr. Postman. But I also want to say too, and this I'm not trying to sound anyway. Cause a lot of people write that to me on the gram and shit like that. Like yo, you find the best samples. I don't really find the best samples. I just it's what I turn it into that you like. Okay. You understand? Like I don't want people to confuse it. Like the sample is what's making the shit hot all of the time. Sometimes it is, but it's how you manipulate that sample. Yeah. Cause sometimes you can have it at the wrong tone and it don't have the same feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's little shit, man, that I don't, I don't want people to think like, yo, if I find the samples he find, I'll do the same shit. No, you won't. My last question is, is there any advice like you would want to give somebody like like about branding? Because heat makers, like you hear that, that's that's so important to, to people like right. our age, like about branding or like building a brand from scratch. I think is whatever you're creating the brand for, make sure that the product is good. Yeah. Before you what like the product builds the brand and after the brand gets to a certain point then maybe you can say vice versa, right? Yeah. But you have to the product has to be good enough for the brand to mean something. Mm. Because if you just come out the gate with a brand and it's not backed by a good product, the brand is gonna die. Yeah. You know you know what I'm saying? So I think so a lot of people put the carriage before the horse sometimes and they kind of think about the, the wrong things at the wrong time when the right thing to think about is how how am I going to perfect my craft? Yeah. Once you do that, branding will kind of just fall into your lap. When you're good at something, people want to know what that is. Yeah. So my advice would be just perfect it. Whatever the product is, perfect the product first. So uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we, uh, before we go? No, I'm good, man. Just, you know, thank anybody that's watching. Look out for projects coming. Um, our Cameron program, too. Um, working on another project, Jimmy and the Heatmakers. Uh, Remy Ma's album. Um, Fred the Godson, Joel Ortiz, Gorilla Boo Part 2. Uh, Fred, Fred the Godson, God Level, coming out in uh, November. Just did an album with Joel Ortiz that came out like last month called Monday. Got three, I did three records on there. So, a record with Macy Gray, Sheila E. I got coming out. Um, bunch of shit, man. I forgot anybody. You know what it is, what it is. But yeah, a record on Mano's new project. Check that out. That's dope too. Um, yeah. So that's it, man. All up. Arsonist, thank you for meeting me. I appreciate thank it. Thank you for having um, me, my brother. Appreciate shout it. out to the commission. This is the beginning. I hope you guys enjoy. going on it's ramsey said what and this is a side b side don't touch your dials we'll be right back yo yo this is joe college head over to sipxsav.com and lace yourself stop playing with it it's more than apparel it's a lifestyle 
This is Mike Brown, president of East One Teach One Incorporated. We're a 501c nonprofit mentoring program for boys ages 9 to 17. We have both group and one on one mentoring. For more information, go to eachoneteachone.org or send an email to contact at eachoneteachone.org. Hey guys, this is Gabby, chief editor and founder of JDO Magazine. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at JDO Mag. That's at J D O E M A G. We're available in digital and print. This magazine's for artists, rappers, singers, designers, athletes, entrepreneurs. Anybody who's consistently working on their craft, their passion, their talent, who wants to showcase their talent on another level. If you're interested in being featured or placing an ad, shoot us an email or send us a DM and let us know what you do. Jado Magazine is the go-to place for entertainment and networking. That's Jado Magazine, your passion, your style, your vision, your platform. Ramsey here. Thank you for listening. Uh, That is it for our episode. So hope you guys enjoyed listening. Look out for another really, really dope episode of ASAP B-Side podcast coming soon. But um, so this is a new thing. Uh, So it may not be as organized as I really want it to be this time around. But uh, something I want to do is I kind of want to like highlight things happening, like some kind of like calendar like a lot of the time people are like oh like yo ramsey i got an idea for you let's build yo this is something i think you should do or like yo like uh, people i haven't even met in real life like hit me up like yo like like yo like let's let's do something yo let's link and like nothing ever happens so like i kind of want to like tell you all of the places that a lot of my peers are at that i will be at and we could actually just link you know so um all right, so I guess this is kind of like the, the calendar. That's I think that's what I'm gonna call it, the calendar. It, it'll be better in the next episode. But um, so in two weeks, um, that's February 29th in Bayonne. Uh, check out Malk. Uh, this is the 94 Till show. Um, I'm gonna get the details for you in a second. Like I told you, this is this is something completely new. I've never done this before. Um, but yeah, so um, the 94 Till showcase. Uh, tickets are on sale now um i'm gonna link that in the bio as well that's saturday february 29th 2020 uh location is 453 avenue c in bayonne new jersey it's ten dollars for tickets uh i believe it's more at the door um check out um malk in concert featuring twice big shave fees damo zig louve and nade warren uh, like I said, is oh 15, 15 at the door. So tickets are on sale now. Um, follow at Malk with three underscores, or my man Russ, who I'm also gonna link in this. Shout out to them, really, really dope people. Uh, also, Pi Day. Um, Sean Crisis made this announcement at Feels Like R&B Two, which you should have been at. But uh, Pi Day, that's <laughs> March 14th. Uh, it's also a Saturday. Also at a Above Art Studios, it's 55 Moore Street in New Brunswick. Colorful Conversations. This is a night catered to dialogue, art, and performance. Um, celebrating women, too. Uh, Women's History Month, obviously. But um, this is provided by Sean Crisis and for struggling creatives. Um, uh, that's by Dante. Uh, I only got the pleasure of meeting him like once or twice. Really, really dope dude. But um, I hope to see you guys there because I'm going to be there. That is $25 at the door, $20 online tickets. I'm going to throw the flyer also in the description of this episode. So, um, 
as always uh i i really do humbly say thank you i appreciate you guys spending your time on me um if you spend your time or money on me those those like that doesn't go like unnoticed because those are like the two most important currencies to me in that order time then money so um if you do that i promise you i will at least provide an experience that you will be able to talk about for years to come so in the meantime keep listening to a side b side if you haven't yet uh we are available everywhere um apple spotify google podcasts iHeartRadio, um audio mac um we just might be in your trending section of audio mac you know what i'm saying and follow me personally at ramsey said what at what's the movement and at a side b side podcast without any dashes or underscores thank you guys for listening and i'll talk to you soon see i kept this under like a half hour still all right i'll talk to you sidebar yo i really do think i put my thing down on like that bonus episode like of the last season like that whole last call like that come on man like who thinks of doing that for a podcast like that was mad brilliant like y'all gotta show me some more love for that so if you didn't listen go back and listen all right peace for real this time